It's Monday. Don't you press that snooze button. It's time to get up and let's make this happen. Monday Matters Podcast with Pastor Rashad Burden. If you need to follow him, go ahead and hit him up on Instagram, Pastor Burden, or send him an email at pastorburden at iclouds.com. Let's get into today's message. Starting at verse 46, I'll read in your hearing from the New International Version. It's John 4, verse 46. It says, Once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. And while he was still on the way, here it is, verse 51, While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, Yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. This was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judea to Galilee. So allow me to speak to you for a short moment in the sermon and subject title, In Transition. In Transition. Father, not my words, but your words. Not my will, but your will. Make my words simple, meaningful, and therefore memorable. Never in remembrance of me, but always in remembrance of Jesus. In his name I pray, amen and amen. Um, I remember as huh, as a young man, I would often fly and um, from place to place. I would fly from place to place, and I would often try to fly from Ohio to Atlanta, Georgia, whether it was Cleveland or Columbus, um, just flying different places. And I always remember... Um, that I dreaded, I dreaded having to stop in Houston <laughs> in order to get to my destination. For some reason, it was in Houston that I always got stuck or the plane was overbooked and all these different things would happen. And, and, and I remember, I remember that, that, that I would often have to stop in different places. I remember even that one time I had to fly from Atlanta down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I remember that I had to make a stop in Charlotte, which meant I had to drive, I had to fly north from Atlanta, then back south past Atlanta in order to get to Fort Lauderdale. And many of you who fly know what they call this. You know what this is. Um, They call it a layover. Um, A layover. A layover is that place that you stop on your way to your destination before you get to your destination. And and, and and I had many layovers. And 
I wish to submit on today that each one of us from time to time will have to deal with a layover. Um, a layover, again, is that place that you stop and sometimes you feel stuck. It's that place you stop before you get to where you are destined to be. Before you get to your destination, sometimes you have to deal with a layover. And the, and the challenge with layovers is that sometimes um, you can't control how long your layovers are. Um, I remember, I remember, I, t I mentioned Houston, that, that there was one time where I had to spend the night overnight in Houston and sleep in the airport. I wasn't in control of how long I was there. It's the place that you stop, the place that you feel sometimes stuck <laughs> before you get to your destination. And I've just come to encourage someone to know that where you are right now is not your final destination, but it is simply a layover in your life that God has predestined your, 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 your movements and your journey so that this is the space that you stop to receive something necessary in order for you to get to where he wants you to get. Every once in a while, all of us deal with layovers. We deal with times in our lives where we're not where, we're, where we want to be. And it doesn't seem like we're going where we should be, but little do we realize that where we are is necessary for our journey. And I wish to encourage you in that way to know that there are stops and stalls in your life that little do you realize they are completely necessary for you to get to where you're supposed to go. Layovers. All of us deal with layovers. And I believe, I believe that these layovers are part of our transition to where God wants us to be. Um, I believe that here in John, we find a man who was dealing with a layover, but his layover was one that we can draw lessons and learn from. The Bible says that there is a man, and Jesus has entered into Capernaum, but there is a man, a royal official, the Bible says, who is there, and he hears that Jesus is there, and he goes to Jesus and says to Jesus, Jesus, my son is sick and dying, and I need you to come to my house. And the Bible then says that Jesus looks around and says to everybody around, says, this generation will not believe unless, unless they see signs. And I don't know about you, that would have frustrated me because Jesus, don't you realize that the situation that I'm dealing with in my life is dire? Jesus, don't you realize that the problem that I've presented to you is one that needs your immediate attention? And Jesus takes this time to preach a sermon about how people don't believe unless they see signs. And that would frustrate me. That would anger me because I don't know why Jesus, I don't know why God doesn't move as fast as I want him to move. I don't know why he doesn't answer when I want him to answer. And Jesus takes this time to talk about everything but what is at hand and what this man has brought forth. So let me just pause there and let you know that God is not as, uh, help me say this right, that God does not see our situations the same way we 
do. That our situations may seem urgent to us, but because of the power and because of the perspective that God has on our situations, he doesn't have to move the way we move because he knows more information. He has more details about the situation than we are ever privy to. You're like, Pastor, it's not really clicking for me. I'm not really feeling it. Well, I told you that I I fly a lot. I used to fly a lot. I still fly a lot. And I do often fly out of Atlanta. And for those of you who've ever been to Atlanta, you know that the devil lives on the highways between about one o'clock and I'd say five o'clock in the evening, uh, maybe even to seven. Traffic in Atlanta is the devil incarnate. And I remember that I was, I was, I had a flight to make and I had a friend who was dropping me off at the airport. And I remember that when they dropped me off, it was around that time where traffic begins to rev up. And sure enough, I got to the gate and I called my friend and they, they were stuck in traffic. They let me know that they were stuck in traffic. My plane eventually boarded. I got on the plane and I remember I got a window seat and it was the side when the plane took off. It was the side where I was able to look out and see the highway. And the higher I got into the air, I was then able to look out my window. And because I lived in Atlanta for a good little bit, I was able to see the highway that my friend was driving on. And I was able to see the traffic that they were stuck in. But because I began to gain more altitude, not only was I able to see where they were stuck, but because of my perspective, because of my vantage point, I was able to see where they were, but I was also able to look down the road and see where the traffic led up. And I, even though they may have been stressing and stuck in traffic, because of my vantage point, I was able to look down the road and see where it led up. God not only sees where you are, but he's able to look down the road and see exactly where the traffic lets up. So he doesn't have to stress like you stress. He doesn't have to worry like you worry because he's able to look down the road into the future, into the different possibilities based on the decisions and know where the traffic lets up. So when God doesn't stress, we shouldn't stress. It's because it's because it's because he sees something that lets him know that this isn't a situation worth stressing over. And you know what I've learned? You know what I've learned? Let me just share this from my heart that 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 my stress is my belief that God doesn't care that my my worry is my personal proof that God doesn't have my best interest at heart because if I really believe God for who he is I have no justification in stressing and worrying because when I look at the story of my life and my own personal history God has never let me down. What right do I have to demand God to do what I want him to do when I want him to do it? That's what this man did. That's what this man did in this particular story. He came to Jesus and said, Jesus, I need you to come to my house because the way I watch this, the way this miracle needs to happen (laughs) is that I need you to come with me, walk almost 20 miles, walk into my house through my doors and put your hand on my son because that's the way it needs to happen. But Jesus had other plans and he had other ideas and 
And the Bible says that Jesus, after he preaches his little sermonette, he says to the man, go. And here's one of my favorite phrases in all the Bible. The Bible says that the man took Jesus at his word. <laughs> he took Jesus at his word and began to go. And I don't know about you, that is significant to me, that this man was willing to go, that he was willing to make a move when God said so. He could have stood there and argued about how this wasn't how he wanted it to happen. He could have stood there and argued and said, God, what if it doesn't work? But instead, he listened to the word. I wish I had, I wish I was able to take Jesus at his word. I wish I was able to listen to him and take that as enough to make a move. Because when God says, go, Oh, we should go. The Bible says that as he went along, that people from his home, watch this, met him along the way. And they say to the man, your son has been healed. The man asks a very good question. He says, at what time was he healed? And they say to him, he was healed about one o'clock on yesterday. And the man realizes that that was the exact time that Jesus had said, your son is healed, go. And this is significant because watch this, the man is only about halfway to his home. And the people from his home have met him on the way to let him know, watch this, that the prayer request that God answered has come to fruition, but you still have a good ways to walk before you're able to see for yourself what God promised you would come to pass. In other words, this man was in transition and now he stopped and now he has to decide here it is whether he believes not only the words of Jesus but the testimony of the people who've already seen what God is able to do and I've come this day's journey I've jumped on this mic to let someone know that whatever it is Jesus told you just keep walking that whatever it is Jesus said to you you've got to keep pushing because if you keep going, even in the midst of your layover, you will one day be able to put your arms around the promise that God has given you. Look at the challenge that this man has to deal with. They say to him, your son is healed, but he has to believe, even though he has not seen vitality enter back into his son, even though he has not been able to wrap his arms around and feel the warmth of his son's embrace, he has to trust that what God said has come to pass and you know that's the hardest part not some of us believe what God has told us but we don't truly know for ourselves until we touch it until we feel it until we experience it and the challenge of the follower of Jesus Christ is being able to be faithful while you are in transition that place where you get stuck in life and you're not sure if this is where you're supposed to be. I've come to encourage you and to let you know that you serve a God who says that if you just keep walking and trust me and take me at my word, you will eventually be able to lay eyes on what I told you. You will be able to see that what I said verbally has come to fruition in reality. 
because whatever God says will come to pass. My, 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 my word today is very simple and very pointed. There are those of you out there who are in transition. You are dealing with a personal layover. You know that God told you something. You know that he promised you something. And people have continually told you that it will come to pass, but you haven't experienced it yet. You haven't felt it. You haven't touched it. But I've come to, to galvanize you, to inspire you, to keep moving forward. Because as when you're in transition, you have to hold on to God's word and trust that if you keep going, you will truly see it. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you told us to go. You did not, for some of us, God, you did not tell us to pray. For some of us, God, you did not tell us to study. For some of us, God, you told us to go. You told us to take action. You told us to move forward. And Father, if that's what you've told us, we trust you. We believe you. And we know that when we make it home, we will see that everything that you said truly has come true. I encourage someone this evening with my testimony <laughs> that if you keep going, oh, when you get there, you will not be disappointed. Thank you, Lord. In your name I pray, amen. Like what you heard, right? What I need you to do is, one, subscribe to this podcast. Two, share it with somebody. Don't be greedy now. Three, I need to join SOP's social media family. Instagram, SOP underscore Ministry HCL. Facebook and YouTube, SOP Ministry HCL. Get our original songs available on all streaming media. You want to give us a financial donation to help push this cause forward? We appreciate that. Send us that cash app at dollar sign SOP Ministry HCL. Be blessed, family. See y'all next week.